Welcome to this week in Missouri Politics. We are not our normal studios, as you can see. We are the happiest place on earth, Bush Stadium, when we are here by the president of the St. Louis Cardinals, Bill DeWitt. Thank you so much for the time. Thanks for having me, Scott. Uh, you're on This Week in Missouri Politics, and we saw you at the state capitol this year to talk about sports gaming, right? That's right. Break it down for someone who watches every game of the Cardinals but doesn't gamble or doesn't wager on games. What is sports gaming? Well, basically, it's um, several years ago, the Supreme Court said, you know, it's should be legal on a state-by-state -state basis as opposed to just in Vegas or, sure. or Atlantic City. And so all the states, you know, had to face the issue. Do we want to legalize or not? And um, it's starting to ripple through the country and most states are, are moving in that direction if they are, haven't already. Mm -hmm. It's basically um, a situation where you can bet on your sports teams and on any sports event. Uh, most of that betting occurs with an app on your phone. Your phone yeah. yeah, and so somebody will have an app on their phone They'll pull up the uh, information and you'll be able to put a wager down on your favorite team. And of course it gets more complicated. You can actually do what they call prop betting, which is betting on outcomes unrelated to the win or the loss. It might be, you know, is this player gonna get a home run this at bat or what's the over under on the score, that kind of stuff. So um, we think that our fans want this. Uh, we don't think that it's for everybody, but we think that it ought to be available uh, for those fans that want to add a little spice to the viewing experience. So, break this down for me, how this actually would affect someone, even if you don't, you're, you're never going to download the app, you're never going to bet on a game. Uh, Jack Flaherty, someone whose contract's talked about a lot, sometimes by him. He's going to be a free agent at some point, likely. If he's a free agent, and then the Cubs have sports gaming, which they do, correct? That's right. And we don't, puts us at a disadvantage. Whether you gamble or not, he might not be on that mount someday. He might be on the north side of Chicago, God forbid. That's right. I think there's a competitive element to this for the Missouri sports teams. Um, you know, we compete economically with other teams as well as on the field. And obviously the economics leads to what you can afford on the field. And we compete on a whole number of levels, whether it's attendance or local media rights, uh, or now this new category of sports betting is a pretty big category because if you're the new industry coming into Missouri, looking to sign up customers for your app of sports betting, who are you going to try to reach? You're going to try to reach yeah. Cardinal fans and Blues fans and Chiefs fans and Royals fans. And so they're going to invest in reaching our fans. So that will be a revenue stream for the team. We have not tried to shy away from that. Um, and that's really well, why what would our you shy away from that in a Republican legislator, <laughs> supposedly business friendly. That's, that's right. what they would expect, right? That's right. So we're competing with all these teams in, in these other states that have legalized this category and are receiving a lot of money for um, the betting industry trying to reach their fans. And so we want to do it appropriately. We don't want to barrage our fans with messaging that uh, never ends. But um, we also think it's an important category to open up for us that um, allows us to compete, you know, as you say, with our competitors. I mean, there's just, a, there's just a plain fact. The work you do up in your office, generating revenue for the team, impacts what's on this field every night. I mean, there's just no other way to look around it. People talk about the market size of St. Louis. You spend above your weight, punch above your weight in baseball because people can reach the fans. This seems to be, these type of revenue generators seem to be more important because you might have more dollars per capita coming from a Cardinal fan than you might other fans. And that's kind of been the secret to how you've built all this, right? I think that's right. Our fans are incredible. I mean, on every metric, we overachieve. Yeah. Our fans overachieve. And part of it is this um, legacy, heritage, and history of having, um, you know, that great reach of KMOX and the yeah. Harry Carey and Jack Buck. And the when you drive 
um, three hours in any direction, uh, okay. you're, you're in cardinal country, right? With a few exceptions, you get towards Chicago and KC, but generally speaking, that's the secret sauce of what we do here because those people come in on summer weekends and they mm -hmm. spend money with us and they make and the St. Louis and the community, yeah. they make St. Louis feel bigger from a sports standpoint than the 2.8 million people that are in this metro. So break this down for me. You've built a successful player development. We saw Nolan Gorman this week, uh, maybe just the, the prototype of that success. Um, you go to Jeff City. It's a different politics is different than business. How would you like to see your issue handled next year in the legislature? Yeah, I, I think that it's helpful if the legislators understand that this is probably an inevitability. Yeah. When you look at the fact that all of our surrounding states have sports betting legalized now, um, the industry is thriving in Missouri. It's just thriving with illegal operators who sure. have no regulation. They're not paying tax, um, no loss limits, nothing like that offshore, not, not going to Missouri businesses yeah. who are spending money here. And that's just an untenable situation. And I would think it would be untenable for politicians too. So I, I think that we'd like to see everybody come together um, for something that's reasonable and that, look, the, the, the politicians uh, want to be a part of something that the fans want, that the people want. And I think you're seeing that with this issue. They don't want to give away the farm, and we get that. You know, yeah. it shouldn't be a handout to corporate interests. We get that. Let's look around at the other states, who's doing it successfully, uh, who's generating a lot of money for the state for education and other and other causes, and let's just do a fair deal for Missouri so that we can compete with our uh, other states. A lot gets made about some of the dysfunction in Jeff City. A lot gets talked about with some of the fighting. You worked with a guy that I think may be an ambassador for uh, the positive there, Dan Houts from Warrensburg. Tell us about working with Representative Hawks and the compromise you and the Chiefs came together for a proposal that you support. Rep Hawks was a great uh, uh, supporter of this, and I was impressed at how he um, pulled everybody together. You know, he, he kind of came to us early on when he saw that the, the teams and the casinos were sort of butting heads on certain issues. And he's like, guys, make my job easier. I'll do the hard work, but, but you guys need to come together and make a compromise before... I can now go to my colleagues and get compromise done on my end. It was a very effective message. We did come to the table with the casinos and the mobile operators to craft something that everybody could live with. And that's because of Dan's leadership in saying basically, you do your homework, I'll do mine. And then when we got to that point, um, he really, I think, represented his constituents well in um, trying to find ways around differences with other legislators without, um, you know, just, I think he takes the big picture of all the stakeholders. Um, and it was impressive to see, and it was refreshing in Jeff City to see that. Let's talk about an issue. I watch every inning of every Cardinal game, but it's gotten harder. Somehow there's, a, there's an apple, there's some hipsters that do the game there, and there's a peacock. Is it gonna ever get easier to watch the games? Uh, I will say, Definitely yes. When I was just at owners' meetings, can you outlaw ESPN from having the games? <laughs> I don't know about that, but I will say this: the pain that some fans have with finding our games, um, we understand that. Um, the, the industry understands it. We were just at meetings in New York at MLB meetings, and this is a trend that's affecting clubs. And 
we need there to we, we need for the access to our games to be better. Part of that comes with a new solution called streaming, which um, everybody knows about because they either have Disney Plus or Hulu or who knows what I've else. I've got two more this year for the Cardinal games. It's exactly. So it used to be that everybody had the bundle, the cable bundle, yeah. right? And it got real expensive, mm -hmm. and uh, that worked great for sports teams because everybody had the bundle, and all the bundles had sports. Yep. Well, it started to fractionalize. People cut the cord on the bundle, and then they got whatever apps, streaming apps that, that were, was for them. And then, but sports got kind of lost in the shuffle. And so if you're no longer a bundle subscriber, um, you're having a hard time finding us, quite frankly. We're going to fix that. It might take a little bit of time, like a year or two or whatever, but um, I would just preach patience, hang in there. We understand the problem. and. Keep writing those letters because I got a wild that, idea. Uh, I got a crazy idea. What if you just took all the games? And I, look, if I'm ESPN, the greatest franchise in the history of sport, I'd want them on every Sunday night too. I, I get where they want it. What if every game had Danny Mac doing the game, and you charged a hundred dollars a month, and you just counted the money, <laughs> and you could put in all these other apps, but one app or channel or whatever, he did every game, and you just counted the money. Yeah, charge a lot for it. Um, it's the not a bad household thought. would invest in that. I it, promise. It's not a bad thought, and. Um, We've talked about trying to work out a, a streaming solution that gives somebody like that premium every game plus yeah. additional content. I think you'll see something like that um, come down the pike. Um, but you know, there's a lot of um, it's it's sort of like the, the 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 overall labor situation with players. People say, well, can't we just do something simple like it fix it? And I say, well. You know, there's a hundred years of history where things have morphed and changed <laughs> yeah. and agreements and you got legal and lawyers and all this stuff. And I get it. And I think fans that write those letters and say, I just want to see the games, that's actually helpful to us because it puts the pressure on us to deliver something that makes sense for everybody. Um, and we can't keep our eyes head in the sand about when our game can't be found, that's a problem. Last question. What a beautiful stadium. Ballpark Village has been had to be more successful than you thought. And two, uh, you've got uh, Ballpark Village 3 somewhere out there. Uh, the mayor, Tashara Jones, a new mayor than you've worked with in the past, relatively new to the office. Tell us about the plans and what working with her has been like so far. Yeah, so far so good. You know, we um, uh, it, it's taken us a little while to digest phase two, which opened sure. in the spring of 2020. Great timing for a new project. <laughs> um, and uh, so we're kind of finally digging out of that hole and we're really excited about what we have right now, which obviously, you know, the first phase everyone knew was the retail entertainment piece. Um, and now in phase two, it's a hotel, it's an office building, it's a residential tower, it's a health club, it's, you know, a co-working space, all that stuff. My son would say the Cardinals Hall of Fame. And the Cardinals Hall of Fame, that was part of the first uh, phase and that's very cool. So, um, but there's more to come and, and we think that we probably could justify another residential tower. Uh, we're talking to some companies, you know, maybe instead of this companies moving out of town, maybe they pick Ballpark Village to move in town and create a new headquarters for a big company. That's my dream. And then all of a sudden, you know, we probably have it finished and we start looking at parcels around us and it can just keep building. So um, I'm optimistic. I think the new mayor understands where we want to go with this and Early conversations have been positive about city uh, supporting what we're trying to do. Well, they have to be part of it, right? If it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, um, there's always a role for um, the city, the county, the state to play in supporting what we're doing. 
Um, and, and I'm not just talking about like subsidies or handouts. I'm talking about um, supporting things like, you know, security and uh, traffic signalization mm -hmm. and um, urban planning concerns, how we fit into the fabric of downtown and relate to our neighbors and what's going on in other development projects and how we can complement what others are doing versus just you know doubling up on something that you only need one of so all of those discussions are ongoing and are very important for us to make sure that any future phase fits perfectly into the fabric of downtown well thank you for the time we'll see you in the, in the legislature in january i assume we'll be back and, and then um, we'll see you out here this summer and hopefully in october right that's uh, so we we hope to be very busy in october thank you very much <laughs> Thanks, mr Jeff. dewitt thank you for your time my pleasure we'll be right back with our opinion maker panel the most quotable man in the republican party jim murphy joins us after this I'm Dave Schatz. Digging trenches probably isn't your dream job, but it was ours. It's a dirty job, but it needs doing. When times got tough, with a lot of prayer and a lot of hard work, and we rescued our family's dream. We didn't focus on fixing blame, we focused on fixing problems. It's what America needs, blue collar businessmen who will roll up their sleeves and get the job done. I'm Dave Schatz, and I approve this message. Because to fix America, we don't need more talkers, we need more doers. But as a former sheriff, it alarms me to see some of the attitudes towards those who have taken an oath to defend our communities and keep us safe. We must learn from the failed policies in other cities and states to never allow anti-law enforcement measures to take hold in this state. We must work to strengthen our communities by supporting our men and women in law enforcement. In Missouri, we defend law enforcement, not defund them. For more than a century, the St. Louis Carpenters Union has shaped our communities. Through trusted alliances, we deliver skilled professional craftspeople, while our business partners provide the kind of quality jobs that keep our economy humming. It's a blueprint that has worked since 1882. Turning Missouri into a right-to-work state stalls progress, wipes out jobs, and kills momentum. Right-to-work is wrong for everyone. Let's keep Missouri moving forward. Visit carpdc.org to learn more. Your energy needs are changing. That's why at Ameren, Missouri, we're not waiting on the future. We're building it with the Smart Energy Plan, advancing thousands of projects across the state, helping reduce emissions through cleaner energy sources, boost reliability with self-healing equipment, and better withstand storms with new composite poles. Moving Missouri forward and bringing us all a little closer together. That's energy at work. Ameren, Missouri. I'm Steve Roberts, and I'm running for Congress against Cori Bush. Our country is spinning out of control. High gas prices grow, and children murdered in their schools. Now is the time to stand with President Biden, and I'll have his back, both in service and in Congress. I won't vote against the president just because I don't get everything I want, and together, We'll pass common sense gun laws and work to reform the police, not to fund them. I'm Steve Roberts, and I approve this message. Welcome back to Week in Missouri Politics from Bush Stadium in downtown St. Louis, Missouri. We are joined by Representative, I don't guess I'll get to call you that, Representative that many more times, Tracy McCreary running for the Senate here in St. Louis County. Thanks for having me. Rasheen Aldridge, welcome back to the show. Love the tie. Thank you, thank you. Shout Glad out to, to Gary Wheel and the soybean guys. Love the soybeans. Representative Mary Elizabeth Coleman from Jeff Coe, the Iron Lady, running for Senate now, right? That's right. Thanks for having me. And the most quotable man in the Missouri Republican Party, Jim Murphy. I love the shirt. You look thank very you. dapper today. Uh, let's talk about this Senate race. 
uh, I, it, the Eric Greitens ad came out, you had some people clutching their pearls, some people rolled their eyes. But really, I mean, acting like you would kill people is probably an effective strategy for Eric Greitens, right? Well, for Eric Greitens, but you know, the reality is, is people want content. They want to know what you're going to do for them. Do they? Coming in the door, shooting people, if it works for him, so be it. You know, when uh, seven out of ten people think the country's going in the wrong direction, I don't know how much further wrong it can go. So if that's what he wants to do, that's fine. But I mean, look, Jim, he's not trying to get half Missourians. No, he's, he's not. not trying to get half the Republican Party in Missouri. He's trying to get 23 to 27 percent of Missouri Republican primary voters. And the higher you see gas go up and the more you see the president talk about electric cars or some silly goofiness, I mean, people get angry. Well, they do, but I think Eric Greitens has his 30 points or whatever his base is right now. There is a huge amount of people that are undecided, but I don't think they're undecided about Eric Greitens. I think they've made up their mind about him. <laughs> you're be... actually knocking on doors right now talking yeah. to people. What are people that are, that are going to vote in this election, what are they talking about? Well, so I think that people are really focused on gas prices. Jefferson County yeah. builds the community all around our region. We have carpenters and laborers who are coming out of Jefferson County and driving all around the region. And almost $6 diesel gas in those trucks every morning is really hurting them. It means they have no more margin left. And the Biden administration has no policy to fix it. It's, and um, I think there's going to be pain for that in November across the country. Because, you know, you're a good politician. I've watched you relate to people from all over the state and all walks of life. I think there's some folks that you serve with that that ad where you kick a door down and shoot somebody probably resonates with, right? Yeah, I think, I think it, unfortunately it does. Uh, it resonates, I think, with a, a, a group of people that uh, we're starting to go allude to far right. And I think some of those people that are on the far right agree with that. But I, I don't do this often, but I got to agree with Jim that, you know, I think that's only going to be a small percentage. But it's bizarre and it's really unfortunate. You know, we're seeing the January 6th uh, committee things happening right now. Words matter, especially when you're in a position like Greitens, you know, it only takes a few people to take those words and really act on them. And that's a scary thing. I thought this can get more bizarre than what we are getting. Representative McCreary, though, at some point, I mean, $5 gas, $6 gas. And then I saw a clip of the president saying, well, this is a great chance to go buy you a green car. Well, tell that to somebody that's working for a living down in Fenton right now. I mean, that, that's, that's, that, if you weren't angry before, the, the president driving some bicycle, you know, you should be out with two sticks trying to find oil, right? Well, we are limited as state legislators on what we can do with the price of gases. So I think what the legislators and candidates need to focus on if they're running for state government are things that the state can do to help people. So that's what's really critical. When we're talking about the race for U.S. Senate, that is a federal race, and U.S. Senators, I believe, can have an impact on that policy. I really commend the Missouri Fraternal Order of Police for coming out strongly against what Greitens did in that ad. They condemn violence, especially gun violence, and I really applaud the police for standing up for that because, quite honestly, ads like that could incite somebody and it puts law enforcement in danger well, as well. Well, it's not a joke. I mean, there's it's cops that have been joke. on the other side of that door, and it's not a stunt. Right. It's a real thing. And law enforcement can get hurt in um, escapades like that as well. Prediction time. Who's going to win that race, Jim Murphy? I'm uh, leaning uh, Eric Schmidt, and if not, Vicki Hartzell. I'm part of that undecided big group of people. Um, I think I'm going to look at the polls in the morning of the race and see where I end up. So that's the thing. I think some folks would vote for a little strategically. They see two or three people they could see themselves voting for. But you want to support the one that can win, right? That's right. Who, who wins that Democrat primary machine? You Democratic know? primary? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh. I'm a big Lucas uh, Kuhn supporter. I think, you know, uh, 
Trudy, Trudy uh, Valentine has been laying out a really good campaign, but Lucas Kuntz is exciting. He he gets you riled up. He gets you fired up. I think that's what the Democratic Party I mean, need. Like we I need, met Lucas Kuntz. I see the talent there. He I see has it. so much passion. And you know, I know, I know, I know. He was a Lucas Kuntz supporter. He called her Trudy Valentine here in Bush Stadium. Oh, <laughs> tell me about that primary. Well, I'm a big supporter of Trudy Bush Valentine. She, you know, is, she said Bush Valentine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed that in there. Well, she's my constituent. Yes. Um, she also is a fresh face, and she brings some really new energy to the Democratic Party. I And I truly believe, I've spent a lot of time with her these last few months, I truly believe she wants what's best for all Missourians. Uh, you know, Rasheen can speak truth to power because he can sit in Bush Stadium and say he's voting against, uh, against Gussie Bush's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about sports gaming. Jim, how in the hell did you not get this done in the legislature? This is the most simple thing. Just get the government out of the way. Well, I filed a bill along with uh, Representative Houck. You know, you can, you can do it in, in my district. All you have to do is go out in the middle of the bridge, uh, <laughs> of the Jeff J.B. Bridge. Get you, a, get you a boat. That's right, right. Just fly, go out in the middle of the bridge, pay, do your bet, and turn around. It's got to be done, and, and I think there's a, an un, bipartisan support for it. So I don't know why, you know, other than what went on in the Senate and uh, its dysfunctioning. Uh, I think this year we have a chance. So, Representative, when you become Senator McCreary, can you walk over there and say, what are we doing here? I mean, it's just a, it's one of those things, it's like meter maids, it's just an annoying part of government. It's like government for government's sake. Why is it the government's business what you do? Well, it shouldn't be, and there are so many sports enthusiasts that want to do sports betting legally. And right now, the state of Missouri is surrounded by states that have already legalized sports wagering. The Cubs well, in Nebraska and Kansas recently passed it. You know, a lot of us represent folks in the St. Louis region. I would like our folks to be able to stay in Missouri and do it legally and spend their money here rather than having to go across the, the state border to Illinois. When How you many go across the, you know? yeah, I mean, I know all of these this? guys, right? They go into Nebraska for guys weekends at some random holiday in so they can sit in a, a lobby and bet. Um, we've got to get it taken care when of. When you go and to I the Senate, I've seen you get all your kids in line, which is a, which is a good, <laughs> it's, a, it's a basketball team of kids. Can you get these senators in line and say, guys, just just get out of the way. Just yeah. stop being annoying. Well, so I think that in some ways the Senate this year was like a bad class where none of the kids inside the class are bad, yeah. but the dynamic of them together really didn't get along. We're going to have some fresh faces. Uh, Representative McCreary and I have worked well together on a number of issues. We agree on a lot less of those issues, um, but we're able to find where those lines are and get things done Should for the state. Should you just pass a law if you can't get out of the Cardinals way, you can't come to the ballpark? Yeah, I mean, it seems, take care to, of be. It. It seems to be. It seems to be. I mean, seriously, you have to look over and laugh. I mean, what clowns? How how do you not get this if the Cardinals want something done yeah. and the Chiefs? Yeah. Good Lord, who is the legislator standing in the way of it? I mean, the I, I, only thing I can think, again, is, you know, the Senate, thank God they kind of exploded this year, but this was one <laughs> of the things that uh, I wish they didn't explode on because, you know, you can easily just drive across the bridge, go to East St. Louis and do it. It's something that the Cardinals have came together with the casinos and say, this is smart for us to do. It's good for our state. And heck, let people, you know, bet on who they want to bet on, make a little bit of money, and it stays in our state. I think it's comical and all these conservatives are like, Oh, we're concerned. Went the government out of your life, except oh, we want to tell you you can't do this with a little bit of money they don't take in taxes. Well, you can't spend it like this. Why is it their business? They love to pick and choose, and this it is, is a, bizarre. It always is bizarre, and this is a one uh, issue that is just crazy. Like say, it's it's a bipartisan bipartisan issue that we should easily get done. Well, I mean, it's just a government for annoyance sake. Just like annoying. It's the ones that have been picked on in high school. Feel like school the government growing mosquito farms, just letting them loose on people. <laughs> that's what it's like. Does this get done when you're in the Senate? Oh, uh, it will definitely get done. Let's get done. It will get done. I mean, geez. If we have to shut it down, we're going to get it done. Well, you shut it, send it down if they can't get the, the president of the Cardinals. Well, I said get this done. Listen, I think we have enough people who want to shut down the Senate. My focus is trying to keep it open so we can get things passed. Can you, this just get done? Oh, I mean, it, good it Lord. should be done. 
It and is it a casino done. issue that the casinos are the problem here? I mean, I watched Denny Hoskins take a lot of blame for this, but he said, okay, here, here's some compromises I have. It seemed like he took the heat, and now it's the casinos who are under the heat. Well, there, there's some, some conflicts with the uh, illegal gaming machines that are in the state, and they, they try to conflict the two together. And, you know, we need to separate the issues. We need to do the, do the, the, the gambling bill, get that out of the way. We should go after the others, but uh, that, that's a whole different uh, subject, and we should, should Every separate. Every kettle of fish. Yeah. Representative, I saw you were down on the river, but it wasn't the Mississippi. And it wasn't the Merrimack, it was yeah. the Rio Grande, right? Yeah. Tell us about your trip down there. So my mom and dad celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary and we were in South Texas and um, I accepted an invitation to tour the border, go and see. I hadn't been there in a while to see what's happening. And because of Biden's failed policies, every state in the country is now a border state. And what we see in Jefferson County is fentanyl pouring over the border, um, really putting our people at risk. And so it was important for me to talk to law enforcement there. I don't know that most Missourians know that there's a massive um, presence of our military that is supporting our border patrol and that the influx of people that are coming over the border. So I was able to see and tour the border with the border patrol and see where there was a wall and there weren't foot traffic, there wasn't little paths, there wasn't debris and where there wasn't and you could see people were coming over and the humanitarian crisis, I mean border patrol is intercepting really young children and mothers and of course the poor are bearing the brunt of that as they're being used as mules to bring drugs and other contraband across the border. So we've got to secure our border. It's really, I think, a human rights issue and also a safety issue for our citizens. Well, the federal government's not going to do anything, right? If you like the Republican, they'll do a little more. If you like them, they'll do a little less. Neither of them did anything. Jim, the state finally had to do something for themselves. Governor Parson on this show said, yeah, it is a state issue to keep folks. It's the darndest thing. You and I have been there. We've been if there. you've ever drove from downtown St. Louis to Jefferson City and you've taken 40 all the way through, there's a huge development. This is not somebody telling your bathroom. Huge condo developments done by just swarms of illegal immigrants, treated poorly, paid poorly. You and I went out there. The, 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 the legislature reacted to the governor's words. They put some money in to actually put some teeth into this. The governor's yet to sign up. This would be the first time someone's ever actually done anything for all the talk. Yeah, and we need to do more. Unfortunately, when the uh, federal government decided that they were going to not do their job, yeah and let people in, and they let them into the states. Missouri law says we can't hire them. We cannot hire them. It's against the law for, for, a, uh, for a business to hire them. And if, you know, so what are they supposed to do when they get here? So, you know, we need workers, uh, but we need legal workers. We need to, to look at our law, figure out how in the world we're gonna, because first of all, they're working under the table, taking good American jobs yeah. in a way that they shouldn't. And being mistreated. And being mistreated. And on the other hand, you know, we, we will punish a, uh, a business for hiring them, well, and they're not to get paying taxes. Getting kicked off the air, so with a minute left, you won the week. I want to say Scott Fawn. Scott Fawn is, uh, for the first time in his life, is going to jump up and he's going to run for meter maid in Jefferson City. <laughs> I appreciate your and, thank and you I will much. tell you, I, I'm I appreciate all for your him. support. I promise to do nothing. I'll write <laughs> no tickets. I'll give all the money back to the victims of previous. I'm, I'm grateful for your support. Uh, so I think John Patterson in Kansas City getting FIFA is going to be huge an economic boost yeah. into the state and a massive win. Uh, I'm not the biggest soccer fan. That's a big deal. It's a really big deal. One week. St. Louis City. We just installed a new statue outside the courthouse of abolitionists who helped Dred Scott and Harriet Scott, uh, especially on a weekend after Juneteenth. It's a beautiful monument. That's awesome. One week. U.S. Senator Roy Blunt for being part of that bipartisan coalition in the U.S. Senate to come to some common sense gun sense. Uh, 
regulations. We wouldn't have to work very hard to find a reason he won the week every week, but I, I agree with you. I'm going to say Dan Houks. When you're uh, a legislator from the west side of the state, you get a compliment from the president. The Cardinals, good week, great comments as legislator. We'll see you next week here on This Week in Mr. Politics. Support for this program has been provided by the Missouri Automobile Dealers Association, Ameren, Spire, and Sterling Bank.